0: childcare services face the prospect of chaos later this month as staff and providers consider a protest rally during working hours. A senior SIP2 official confirmed that a meeting will take place this Thursday to discuss a range of options uh, in protest at low levels of government funding, high staff turnover and low pay. And SIP2 head of strategic organisation or organising Darrell O'Connor said that the meeting will take place in Liberty Hall to drop a common agenda and set of actions including the rally. He said the move is part of a pre-election campaign to highlight issues of concern. He said a protest is one of the options being considered during a working week bringing together providers and educators and services would be closing Now I'm going to speak to Dara in a moment but before I do I want to get your thoughts on this and if you support childcare workers in this action Now it is unclear how many services might be affected if the rally goes ahead but union and provider groups said it is likely to be very significant because SIP2 represents 5,000 staff in the sector which is roughly a quarter of the total workforce while groups representing hundreds of providers are involved and Mr also said issues of concern raised at the recent meetings include a staffing crisis in terms of high turnover rates, low pay, poor levels of government funding and Eileen Dunn of the Federation of Childcare Providers representing over a thousand providers said uh, there is a lot of support for the rally during the working week. She said well, we would close for a day but we'll have to talk about that on Thursday. Yeah, she said there's no point in doing it on a Saturday and it was because it wouldn't affect anybody. Everybody has had enough. Our, our parents are very supportive of us going on a rally. She said some crashes are set to close and she's considering putting up her fees at her own crash unless there is a government support. Miss Dunn also said uh, high insurance costs and regulatory requirements are of uh, big concern. Of course the insurance costs is something that's been in the news quite a lot recently when it comes to childcare and it comes to anything that involves children really. Uh, Now so I want to know what your thoughts on this is because obviously it is going to discommode you if your children are in creches uh, or in, you know, preschools or are are being looked after during the day while you go out to work and there is a protest uh, a day where they're not going to take your children obviously you're going to have to have an alternative arrangement but in saying that you do understand the problems that are in the industry so do you support them and if the protest goes ahead will you support them? Let me know what you think the number is 087-188-0008 you can WhatsApp or text them maybe your children or in childcare services. Now, let me go to Daryl O'Connor from SIP2, who's the head of strategic organising. Daryl, good afternoon to you. Uh, Hello, Niall. Okay, Daryl, first, let's outline the problems in the industry, which seem to be quite a substantial amount of problems. In your eyes, what are the
2: main problems? Well, you outlined quite a lot of them there. Um, We have very skilled people who've gone off. Many have degrees, masters, lots of different other qualifications. uh, And they're struggling to make ends meet, so most people working in childcare right now earn below the living wage. And that means that they struggle to, just for the basic necessities, that's not a glamorous lifestyle. Mm. That's about putting food on the table and a roof over their head.
0: So they're on a 10 or so, an hour, maybe, or 10.50 an yeah. hour or something
2: ridiculous like that, yeah? I, I, absolutely, yeah. So one is that uh, the pay is really low, and that means that there's a high turnover of staff. Sure, why wouldn't you? You'd look down the road, and you look at Little and Aldi, and you can get a 50% pay increase, so uh, where, course, where are
0: the staff going when you say, and I'm sorry to stop you there, but when you say there's a high turnover staff, we understand that in nursing, for example, nurses here qualify, go into, say, Beaumont or Hospital, whatever it is, uh, they kind of get bored of it, there isn't enough opportunities for them, the majors are not good enough, so they move to the NHS where they had, feel they have better opportunities or better pay. So where are the staff going? If there's a high turnover, where are the staff going? Are they just going to different crashes, or are they leaving the country or are they just changing their careers because it's
2: not worth it? It's, it's a bit of all of that. Definitely, the people are moving from crash to creche. Uh, you know, people will move for 10 cents an hour because it actually means a lot, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. An extra 10 cents an hour actually means something. But uh, people are traveling to Dubai where they can earn substantially more. Uh, but a lot of people just don't see a future for themselves in the sector full stop. Like if you, well, we, I have a lot of people saying to me and a lot of members, uh, and quite often they say, like, I'm putting my life on hold to do my career. I can't buy a house. I can't have a family. Um, I can barely afford... So many people are, are still living at home because they can't afford their rent. So you can do that for a while. You can do that for a few years. And I
0: understand this is not a stopgap career. This is a career for life because there are people who are quite passionate about what they do. So it should be a job that you can depend on to survive on for the rest of your life.
2: Well, when you've done your degree Absolutely. and you've spent I mean, your 10 grand, are yeah. yeah. getting that. And, um, and, and I mean, it's not just a degree, but we know that... When you have re- like really good, high quality childcare, can make uh, a really big impact, a positive impact on a child's life, and uh, particularly for areas of disadvantage, it can put them on the right path, uh, makes them you know better able for school. Uh, and kind of long term benefits as well in terms of, of what kind of jobs they get or their earnings as well and look okay, so, and,
0: and we all know it's really important, particularly in this day and age, where mortgages are high, bills are high, lifestyles are different, people need a bit more money to survive nowadays so tends, we tend to have a lot of families where both parents are working, and you know and these it's just necessary in uh, a lot mm-hmm. of cases to put your child into these services. Now, the the suggestion is that there will be a, a strike, so to speak, a rally or a protest, whatever word you want to use for it, where they will basically uh, not open for the day. Uh, the support you've been getting for that kind of suggestion, has it been good all round, do you think?
2: It's been tremendously received, and uh, there's a lot of momentum building behind it. The details have to be figured out uh, on Thursday. But I want to say one thing as well, just about the response we're getting. From a lot of parents we're getting really positive feedback and it's because workers are suffering, services are suffering, but parents are suffering. Like I mean if you any any parent who's listening now whilst their kid in crash will tell you all about it, that they could be spending up to a thousand euros a month on crash fees.
0: And That's, so so what's was broken, it? yeah, but well, what's you know? the solution? So the government part fund a lot of this, right? But so what's the solution to it? I mean, higher crash fees are the only way to get in more money to pay staff more money because I've spoken to crash owners who tell us they're not millionaires, they're not making a fortune. Some of them are doing quite well, but others, you know, are just making ends meet. So they can't afford to pay their staff anymore. They can't make the conditions any better. So what is the answer?
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you want to uh, if you want to make it affordable for parents, and you want to make sure that people are paid a, a decent wage, even a living wage, th- there's, we'll have to do in Ireland what they do in every other European country, and that increase state investment, just like the, just like the primary schools, and it is a very expensive business, very labour intensive, as you might imagine, and um, there is a, there is a cost to it. But the, the reason why... it's But so there's a stupid, payback
0: for the government because if people leave their kids into childcare, they're clearly working and paying tax. So there is a payback, isn't there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the big things is that the, we know that the high cost of childcare is a big barrier for women returning back into the workforce. It's a big barrier for everybody, but particularly women as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we want everybody to be able to go out and have a job and contribute, um, we're going to have to be able to help people to do that. And, and that means reducing childcare fees. And that means, look, just like what we do, it's a, it's a proper public service. And that means putting proper investment into would it,
0: it. Would it not be, I mean, I don't know, maybe you can tell me, Daryl, because I'm quite ignorant uh, in relation to it. But would it not be a good idea to give tax credits uh, for people who have children in childcare, whereby they can claim back tax on the amount of money they paid a single year in, in childcare costs?
2: Yeah, it kinda, like on the surface, it kind of sounds like an idea, but there's there's a couple of problems with it. Um, one is that uh, if you're lower paid and uh, maybe struggling the most to pay for childcare, um, the tax credits are less of a benefit. And the, the other thing is that there's, there's no guarantee that it would actually reduce the cost for, uh, for parents as well, and um, the fees could still increase as well. So really how they've done this in the other countries, and a lot of people have kind of spent time trying to figure this stuff out, is that obviously you need to increase money into childcare. To make it affordable and high quality, absolutely, uh, and then you have to. you have to make sure that that money is spent properly. But what what is the, the
0: funding at the moment, Dara? When if if I open up a creche um, at the moment, um, you know, uh, and I want to provide you know early years childcare or whatever it happens to be, what sort of funding will I get from the state, or what sort of
2: help will I get from the state? Well, there's probably one that's uh, familiar to a lot of people is the the free preschool year. Or yeah. the early education, so that so that for the three-year-olds, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for for uh, thirty-eight weeks a year, for fifteen hours a week, um, your child can go in, and they pay nothing. Right? That is completely one hundred percent funded by the state, and you get that for two years. Um, so th- so that's great. That is fa- that's a fantastic scheme, and really really helps. The, the problem for a lot of parents is, well, that's great for the first three hours. What am I going to do for the next? Yeah, um, for the next five. And so, I mean, we, we have the wherewithal to be able to make this really, really cheap. And, and I un- and I understand, but there is
0: there is a kind of moral argument to it as well and I understand the point that you're making and for those parents who find themselves in a really difficult situation and also for the crash owners who find it very difficult to, to, to support this whole thing, uh, this whole industry, it's very difficult, now, particularly for the workers who have worked hard, and as you said, they got their degrees hanging out of their you-know-what and getting paid ridiculously low amounts of money. But there is an argument too that, like, I suppose there are people listening going, hold on for a second, they're your kids. You know, why should the rest of us, the taxpayers, have to fund this for the, you know, for, I don't know, till the child is nine or ten years of age, whatever age you want to bring in on it. Why does the taxpayer have to fund this or part fund this when they're your kids?
2: Yeah, well, I, I suppose, and you could make the same argument for primary schools or secondary schools or, uni, or, or universities. you can't really,
0: because that's a constitutional thing, isn't it, that we have a right to an education?
2: Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, it there's... there's this the kind of the price we pay for living in a in a, a decent society, mm-hmm. and it's that like when you uh, that we all benefit from supports from the state, all of us. I I went to school, I've been in hospital, uh, you know, from, I've, I've benefited from that public sector piece. And I suppose it is a, uh, it is thinking about: do we want childcare to be a, a public service um, that everyone can kind of benefit from, or is it something that we don't get involved at all and we live with high fees and we live with um, low wages. If, if that if that's the choice that Ireland wants to make, Grand, we need but we need to have that debate.
0: Uh, okay, and, and how? I mean, how much do you? Well, not obviously specifically. How much do you believe they should be paid? But how much would you like to see that increase for the staff that they the mainly women who work in the industry? By the way, um, I don't know what's the percentage of men and women work in the industry. I imagine it's, it's probably eighty or well, eighty or ninety percent women, is it? Ninety
2: eight percent women. Yeah, yeah, and um, and in and working in the lowest paid sector in the economy. For, none, for a job that's none.
0: extremely responsible, let's be clear about it, looking after children, okay.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so what sort of
0: increase would, like? I mean, currently you're saying they're on less than uh, the living wage or somewhere over the minimum wage, less than minimum, so probably about 10, 50 or 11 quid. How much would you like to, how much do you believe they should be paid per hour?
2: Like, as, as a minimum, like an absolute minimum, people should be paid a living wage and that's okay. 12, uh, 12.30 an hour. Like, right, okay. That should happen today, that there should be the money there available to to... I wouldn't, dis- and I don't think I, I don't
0: think anybody would disagree with that. But, but again, the, clearly the problem is for the crash owners is we have to make up those costs, so we need more government funding. We need reductions in insurance, which is a huge problem at the moment. By the way, and I'm sure that's going to be talked about on Thursday as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I'm certainly not on your show saying that fees need to go up. That is not what I'm saying. We have a hundred, two hundred thousand members who are saying childcare fees need to come down for everybody. So the, the only way to square this circle is that investment in from government. Oh. And you know, and everyone's agree. You know, most people agree like right, we should have good quality, there should be decent jobs, it should be affordable. It's actually the will to make it happen. And I, and I think that's a big part of and of course, the, and what what's, what's
0: made the industry more expensive, of course, for the owners of these crashes and places, is because it has become so heavily regulated for obvious reasons that we have seen during the year, uh, that they have so many, you know, regulations they must adhere to that makes it more expensive. And that, that's all for the sake of the safety of your children as well, obviously.
2: Yeah. And I think it's kind of a little bit of a history of where it, it all came from, where it was um, the woman and, and always, the, almost always the woman down the road who looked yeah. after a few kids. Yeah. And it was very informal. And I think it's going through a transition where, well... Well, they want to there's, tax there's the woman down the road
0: now, don't they? There's there's a whole... They want the woman down the road now. I mean, it, well, we were talking, I can't remember to who from Fina girl there recently, and they're bringing in these new measures next year where the woman down the road will have to be regulated and registered and all that. Well, I think that's kind of maybe a little bit over the top, but that's what they want to do now, isn't it?
2: Um, yeah, and, and particularly, but I think it's... Uh, that's not my end of things, but I think it's that if you want to get funding from the state... There's going to be strings attached to it, you know, and I think that's kind of a lot of the motivation behind it all. And you know, that, that that's fair. That's fair enough. When it's uh, uh, our tax dollars being spent, we want to make sure that's being mm-hmm. spent in, in the in the right way. Um, Okay. all right. All
0: right, well, look, the best of luck on Thursday, and I think you will probably, as long as, I suppose, as long as it doesn't go over one day, people could probably deal with one day, but I suppose if it goes on for a long time or it happens again and again, obviously, if you need to get the point across, that's when public support could be lost. That's that's the problem, isn't it, Sarah?
2: No, I don't know why parents aren't protesting themselves. Yeah, well, you've got a point, you've got a point. You know, I mean, we're we're absolutely, we're asking parents to join us, and and absolutely, affordability is a big, uh, a big plank in the campaign, but, um, I, I, I'd be. I, I don't have to pay crash fees just yet, but um, that's going to be a struggle.
3: All right. Yeah. No, euros. no, no. I get it. I
0: wouldn't like to. I'm, I'm past that point. My youngest is eighteen, so but I'm past that point. But I wouldn't like to have to do that. Listen. Thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming here. Okay. To, thanks. Uh, right. uh, There's okay. Sarah O'Connor from SIP Two. Now let me just go uh, to somebody here. Hold on a second. I have to go to Roisin Is it uh, Roisin, You're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Roisin
4: Hi, Nile.
0: How are you? How you? You work in the industry.
4: I do, I've been working in the industry now for over nine years.
0: Right, okay. Actually. And and what do you think of the industry in general?
4: I think it is so under undervalued. Undervalued by a lot of parents. Parents that use the crashes. I'm a parent myself. Mm. I was one of the lucky people that my mom actually mind my, my two kids So mine were never in a crash. But when the last recession hit, I was administration for 12, 13 years. And I had to up stakes and change career. And I went into childcare. Okay. And I retrained through level five, level six, up to room leader. And um, my pay has kind of more or less stayed the same. Um, I I love the job I'm in. So you're well
0: qualified. And is it rude of me to ask you how much you get per hour?
4: I'd be skirting around 11.30 an hour, 11.30 oh, an hour. That's what,
0: so how can, yeah, I mean. Yeah, how can. I mean, it's a good job, but you can't survive in that kind of money. Well, I'm 42.
4: I have two teenagers. My husband is in full time employment. Well, you class. would have to have somebody um, else in
0: full time employment. To well, yeah.
4: Well, this is it, but. Um, as for my daughter going up and her for looking for childcare um as a as a career you can forget about it i i couldn't unless major changes happen um i for a short time there i went back out into administration just thinking that you know i it would be better for me to do that but i have to say i felt completely unfulfilled as a person I actually love working in the childcare sector, but the biggest downfall is the, the money. money and the, mm. the. I think the lack of... The, there's. A, the but the only way to, for you
0: to get more money is to char, at the moment is to charge parents more money, um, for leaving their children in. Because as I said, most of these people who run these places are not multi-millionaires. They, they some of them make not, a few no. quid. There no. are some who are making a substantial amount of money. Some of the bigger ones, but most of them don't make a huge amount of money. So the only way to, for you to get a, to get more pay is probably to charge those parents more money unless the government is going to step in and say, well, listen, we're going to fund a percentage of this or a large percentage of
4: this. Well, that's it, because I don't think people understand how much training, how much, um, like, when you go into crashes now, um, there's, there's a whole, it's like a school day as well. You know, They're stimulated. They, they get much more, you know, there's activities and everything is planned out. Their day and their week is planned out.
0: And what, around, what about the argument, Roisin, that we do fund two years, right, uh, the preschool years, right, uh, for a certain amount of time. Uh, we do fund it. And I mentioned it there to Dara that there are people listening today um, who are listening to your tale of woe and they're saying, well, hold on, you know, it's not my responsibility. I don't have kids or my kids are older. It's not my responsibility as a taxpayer to fund somebody else's children if they want to go back to work.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, that's a, a separate argument. We'll say uh, what. What I'm really on here today is to say that I am a parent, but I'm working in childcare, and we are so sick of hearing all the things all the time to help the the parents with the children going to crash. There's never any. There's never any anything for the childcare workers. I mean, we have largely paid for all our courses all ourselves. We've gotten us. You know, mm. we're. We're providing the care of, like, nurses. We're there with them all the time. We have to administer medication. And some kids in our care could be... Do you know They could be in all types of medication. Yeah. You're... you're.
0: Oh, there's no... Ameri- con- you know, Roisin, I'm not doubting for a minute how responsible the job is.
4: Yeah, do you know that... You're looking really after it, children, yes. Yeah, yeah, but... But I know it's looking after children, but you have nurses held with a higher respect. You have teachers held with higher respect, we're doing the very same thing. We're, we're nursing them children and we're teaching them day in, day out. And you would have people that would actually look down their noses at us. Because, well, like, well, a teacher, deserve, I
0: could tell you now, you wouldn't get a teacher working for 10, 50 or 11 euro an hour. Of
4: course you wouldn't. Of course no. you wouldn't. But, like, at the same time, there, we have to be in employment as well, you know. And because we love what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I do believe that there is a bit of a calling there. There has to be. The same with nurses, the same with teachers. Yeah, of course, yeah. I wouldn't do it. The whole downfall of the whole thing is, Mm. we're there grasping onto hope Every, every six months that go by, you're hoping that there might be a glimmer of light from the government, something. But there isn't, there isn't. And you're hanging on all the time. And sure, we know time flies by as we're getting older.
0: What would be a fair, big Russia, big I don't mean to rush you, but what would be a fair wage, do you believe, an hourly wage, for somebody in your position? Um, you said a you're a room wage. leader, yeah.
4: Maybe you'd be going up to around 13. If there was something, and I mean, I, I know people, you could be grasping at stars there saying 16.
0: Yeah, I would have pushed 16, it higher. 16. I would have said, 16. I think 16 would be a, good, a, a think, fair wage.
4: Yeah, but like that, I live in the real world as well, and I know, you know, like, if you were going to say 13.50, Something something achievable, something that we could ask for and get and not be aiming way too high in the start. Mm-hmm. But if there was something small initially now, I think that would make a huge difference. I think it's always the free two years, the free tax things. There's nothing for the childcare worker. Just acknowledge us as helping the, the communities in our area. You know? The, yeah.
0: No, I, I completely agree with you. And I'm just looking here, okay? So 16 an hour would be 33,000 per year, right? If you got okay. 16 euro an hour. I'm just curious now, how many staff would work in. Can I ask you how many work in your place? You don't have to tell me where it is. But uh, how, many, how, many, how many work in your place?
4: There'd be up to 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. There'd be about 15 of us.
0: Okay, so there's a wage bill per year of, uh, half, yeah. of, of half a million. Yeah. And how and many, many children would there be?
4: Oh, gosh, Now
0: you're putting me at the fat now.
4: Um, Roughly. Oh, maybe one, I'd say maybe 150.
0: Right, okay. I'm just trying to work out something. Yeah.
4: Here.
0: Okay, now, so if you took the amount of staff and the amount of children you've given me, now I know these are ballpark figures, right? I mean, this is not accurate, right? It works out about €3,328 per year per child. So if the state funded 50% of that and say funded 1,500 euro extra per year per child, that would leave uh, you know, the bosses or owners in a better position to increase the salary to 16 euro. So it's only going to cost the state, euro, a state about 1,500 euro per child, which is not an awful lot of money no. to bring your salary up. No, I know that. I, I know that just makes sense in my head. By the way, I know that. Just, <laughs> I, know. I rattled off a load of figures there. I know,
4: know, and I'm trying to keep up with you. Yeah. but um, I do think you know. In the, we'll say getting back to the initial thing now because I'm actually in a hurry. I have, to, I have to get back to work there myself. Yep. Um, but just in relation to uh, a strike and all of that, I could see if this happens that it will be the childcare worker will get the brunt for it because
0: the parents will, will be given out. Yes. Well, yes. I know, yes. and I understand why you know parents have to go to work, obviously, and they rely mm-hmm. on the childcare service being open, you know, so they can leave their kids off. So I can understand yes. some parents being angry, but I suppose what you would say is you would plead with the parents to understand and try and support you on that's this occasion.
4: The, the, that's the big thing that I'd say for if it does happen, and I really hope that it does, because happen, it
0: will be in their interest to support yeah. you as well.
4: It 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 would, okay. Because I mean, like this is this is my job, you know. Like, everyone has to go to work. Like, we're there to help other people go to work, but this is actually our our livelihood as well. It's a, it's a job.
0: Okay, listen, you know? thank you very much indeed for that, roshan I know you're in a bit of a hurry to go back, and I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Seamus, sorry, sorry, I've been keeping you so long. Sorry, Seamus, go ahead.
5: All right, how are you doing, lad? Uh
0: Seamus, uh, do you support these uh, childcare workers who will be going I on do, a actually, Essentially yeah. a strike, yeah.
5: Yeah, a strike, I do support them. Yeah. I mean, they pay a bit and, um, you know, they're... they're, they're they're invaluable, really, to all parents who have to drop their children off. I'm included yep. in that bracket. But, um, if, you know, in terms of what they're looking for, yeah, I do agree with it. I think we're living in a banana republic now, officially. If you look at the ROC thing and everything else there yesterday with Leah Varadkar, where hopefully this government, you know, the previous caller spoke about change and the lack of change in the last number of years. there I mean, no change in the last 10 years. But, yeah, see, well, yeah, but see, but, but,
0: child care is not like healthcare or education, because the difference is that child care doesn't affect everybody. Uh, child care is yeah. something that only people with young children who are both working need. Uh, so you
5: either fund it partially anyway, but... The, the, by the, the state. state. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, up, to, but up
0: to what age? Would you set an age limit on that?
5: i you know, is, yeah, I'm not expert on the figures in these things, especially child care, like...
0: So what I, I mean, what, what do we consider it up to seven? Uh, you know, I mean,
5: because it, I suppose up to yeah, up you to to the, have to look at the yeah. budget
0: for it. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you have to look up the primary school. I suppose you know what time do they go for finished school? After, uh, when they're in primary school in junior that around. Uh, uh, half one of the afternoon. Who's going to get half half one to pick up the kids? Like, yeah, no. It, it's one of those things. So maybe up to like senior infants or something like that when they're when they're in uh, you know the six seven age bracket. But it, I mean,
0: don't get me wrong. It is. I mean, even the private sector, because most of it is in the private sector. It's disgraceful yeah. that um, you know somebody like Roisin, who's well qualified, who's done her years yeah, of training, and is ge- and is getting ten fifty or eleven quid an hour. It's,
5: it's I mean, disgraceful. It's I mean, I'm just,
0: I'm just looking at the text. Graham here, who's been on the air a few times is a school teacher, and he says, I wouldn't get out of bed for those kind of wages.
5: No, can I just say something? Like, and I'll talk to
0: Graeme after the break, actually. Yeah, no? Sorry.
5: Sorry, no, just um, just to remind your listeners as well. You know, Leo Varadkar was in charge for the last number of years with so, Fianna Gale, and only two years ago, was so it last year, they up uh, to give themselves a pay rise of 10% over a period of time. Mm. I mean, what are they doing for the people? Absolutely nothing. It's a banana republic officially hit the stage. Uh, they're finally going to slip, pardon the form. they're finally going to slip on their, their own skin. I mean, uh, I, 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 could, spend, I sure. could spend
0: 20 minutes talking about stuff they've wasted money on over the last year. I know. I know. And, and yet we're arguing over what is, I suppose, a necessity for many parents who want to go to work.
5: There's many necessities, uh, to, you know, that people require in this space, and they're not getting them. But mm-hmm. the self-serving government are just serving themselves. It's been evident for so long now. I think two people are just too afraid well, well, look. Well, look. There's, there's an election an an coming God, up. God. There's an
0: election coming up. You know.
5: Well, we hope to God, they're, they're out. You know. Well, I mean, that's, that's
0: people's them. responsibility to do that if that's what they want to do. Yeah,
5: and um, the, the listeners are out there, you know, they're listening to your show. Many listeners are in fan of your show as well. Many others are, and many others talk about your show, and they do listen to it. Maybe people are afraid to say it, but they need to get out and vote this crowd out of power because they've done nothing. They've done nothing for the last ten years. There's not been one uh, uh, era, not not one snippet from an era of a ten year period, roughly. Uh, of good times in this country under Phoenix yeah uh, nothing okay Absolutely. okay, but I
0: know Leo Varadkar will argue with that and he did in his little New Year's post that he put I up
5: EU. He's a, he he's a ganner he, I, mean, I, he, I, found,
0: I found his little video that he put up for New Year's where he said he had what was this 2, two minutes and 25 seconds or something like that or whatever it was Um uh, to tell everybody what he had done in government but mind you he failed to tell everybody nothing, what they what they'd failed to do ask
5: the people hopefully yeah. the people will come out and tell them what he's done because he's done nothing and hopefully they're voted out because it, I mean this country needs to change dramatically,
0: like... Graeme, you're a schoolteacher. I am. How are you getting on now? Are you off again, Graeme?
5: Uh, well, it depends. It's Wednesday. I have a half day. Does that
3: count? Jesus,
0: Graeme. It's, like, it's like a permanent holiday.
3: <laughs> I know, it is great. I know. Your, your jealousy <laughs> makes it even more fun. I know, I know. <laughs> is gra- that my gra- little fellas are in a crash, and there's a man working there, and he's brilliant. The,
0: but there is very few men they yes, were kind of yes. hound. we, 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 of you, you we, we you had a woman on last aware. year and she hired a man and some of the female parents said they wouldn't put their children in if there was a man there well
3: they should be bloody ashamed of themselves.
0: I know and I it is shameful it is shameful because there are men who'd like to work in the industry you know but, well, I mean, but getting back to it I mean are you surprised to hear what they're getting paid by the way or, or you knew that probably already
3: I had, a, I had a bit of an idea I actually did think it was a bit more. Uh, a bit more I would have assumed they would have been living wage at least
0: yeah Eleven fifty I mean, or twelve for twelve, twelve could an hour. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah exactly. I mean, I, I can't see anyone can argue against that. Like you say that, and you're sales, right. I mean, you said earlier on you wouldn't, quality, get, you wouldn't get out the of, the of bed first. I wouldn't. Uh, well, at my age, no. There was a time where I ha- I did that, obviously, you know, but um, I wasn't trying to support the family at the time. But no, yeah. not at hope. I wouldn't do anything for that kind of money.
0: No, well, not if you're qualified to do the job.
3: Yeah, exactly. You if you are a seventeen-year-old and you just did or are about to do or didn't do your leave and sort or whatever, that's that kind of money.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah. Flipping burgers somewhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or something something. Actually, you'd
0: probably get more for flipping burgers, to be honest with you.
3: Uh, the hours you get, you might. Yeah. You, know, you, you might be able to work more hours, more <laughs> yeah. time. And,
0: yeah. But I mean, uh, I, I said to her, a reasonable wage, I think, would be 16 an hour. I would think it, at least. Yeah. Now, then
3: again, now, like, it, it's easy for me to be chucking on money. <laughs>
0: Because, yeah. they, I mean, they're doing the same job as you, in some sense. I mean, they train for a few years, uh, they have to do their feet tech or whatever it is or, in, in childcare. I mean, they're looking after children. They're, it's early education, uh, you know, at three years of age. It's, no, I, I suppose it's not academic education that you yeah, would be
3: I, doing. Yeah, it's, it's not a million miles. Look, is it it's the exact same thing? I wouldn't think so. Is it, look, are you responsible for people's children? Yes. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think how any parent, at least anyway, would be arguing that you should short, shortchange them yeah. or that they should be shortchanged. Now, how you fix it, I'm not going to pretend I have a solution
0: to it. So what is that? See, this is the problem, isn't it? What is the solution? Now, I did say today to Dara earlier on from Zip2, the only solution I can see is, because I think government funding would be a problem. I think that's open to all sort of exploitation and um, tomfoolery. I think the yeah, only way is to give tax they're credits.
3: They're busy building hospitals.
0: Yeah, well, absolutely. Tax credits is probably the only way to sort it out. So you yeah, give a tax credit kind of- uh, to parents, um, which means that they, if the uh, crashes can increase the prices, you give a tax credit to parents, and um, then obviously they're paying a little bit less, or maybe in and around the same, but they're saving the money every year in tax. So,
3: yeah, yeah. but are, is that a, at the end of the day? Is that how it's going? Around? Your previous speaker now, uh, the last and Sorry, I didn't uh, catch his name. Darrell uh, Connor. Yes. Yeah, th- there was scope within that for people to take the make and it not to have the desired effect. But if you, if you
0: turn around and said, okay, there's a 40% tax credit on childcare costs, right, or 30%, whatever it is, right, and then every creche increased its fees by 30% and said this is the uh, government levy of 30%, which means then that extra 30% that they're making, they could afford then to pay their staff more money.
3: They can afford to pay the staff more money, but it doesn't change the fees that uh, parents are. No, no, but but no, but look, the fees are expensive. I understand. Yeah, but no, comparatively speaking, to other European countries, from what I understand, we are paying substantially more for childcare.
0: It depends on what part of the country you're in. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I, I would think, other than if you're lucky enough to have parents (laughs) sorting you out or something else to that effect, and thanks, mum and dad, um, at least one day a week there, but. if you're, unless you're in that situation... See, see there is... And the I, no, I've
0: said this to three people already, Greg. There is a bit of a moral argument as well because education is part of our constitution. The job you do, uh, obviously, is, is funded by the state because yeah. it's part of the constitution. Uh, it's yeah. not part of the constitution to mind somebody else's kids. So what I'm saying is, I don't have kids in childcare, so the argument is, well, why should my taxes fund somebody else's kids so they can go back to work and earn more money? So because it's beneficial for the state. I, I, no, I, agree with, I, I agree with you.
3: System, yeah.
0: But in saying that, it's... it's it's That's
3: an easy enough argument to debunk.
0: Yeah. I just... It
3: it, it doesn't stand up... I I can understand when it's first thrown out, but it doesn't stand up to any particular inspection. Does... The the country needs people working to enable um, both um, parents... uh, I uh, wouldn't wouldn't necessarily always agree with you that. But not always. No. I mean, would I be okay staying at home if my wife made enough money? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. But we can't afford that. And, with the and there, are, not, not there,
0: are, there are many couples out there who are choosing to work, by the way. Um, you know, there yeah. are some who have to. And I
3: would think they'd be in the minor. Like, being you know, would I... Well, I don't know. I, love my, I absolutely love my job. Would I prefer to spend time with my kids? I would.
0: You get bored very quickly.
3: You say that, but I'm off for three months during the summer and I don't get bored.
0: <laughs> Did you have to remind me of that, Graham? <laughs> I do, <Did> yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah. I mean, You
3: never take any, miss any opportunity to have a dig. I'm not going to do it back. Okay,
0: well, we'll stay there for a second because Pauline, you're a classic kid. Say to Pauline.
6: Hi, Niall. How are you today?
0: Good. Have a, say hello to Graham. there. He's a school teacher. He They don't work too much. Hi,
3: Graham. <laughs> Hi. How are you getting hey. out, Pauline?
0: They only work 23 hours a week and should they are only work well, in eight months of the year, so it's great crack. Yeah, uh,
6: yeah, I wish. Graham. if I didn't get out of bed for ten fifty an hour, there'd be a lot of people that I look after that couldn't stay at home. I'm a carer in the community. I work for a really good company. But there's a lot of carers that play 10 fifty an hour that there's a, not, a lot of elderly people, disabled children, young children at home that if i didn't get out of bed or us carers didn't get out of bed, there'd be an awful lot of people the government wouldn't be able to or couldn't afford to look after
3: completely get, completely agree, and I work with students with disabilities
0: mm-hmm. I, I think, that's, I, oh think I think it's disgraceful, because Pauline is doing a thankless job i wouldn't do yep. it. You have to want yeah. to do a job like that. You know, I was up in a hospital recently and I was watching the nurses and they were changing people and doing jobs I wouldn't do, I couldn't do. I
6: absolutely oh, well, love I've done my that job, kind of job I have to say. Yeah. But I have to work And how much you get in,
0: Pauline? How much do you get an hour?
6: I get about €14 euro an hour, but I have to work a lot of hours to be able to have a good life and to be able to pay bills and have holidays. I wouldn't be able to walk from 8 till 2 o'clock in the day. Okay, and- i
0: got to say, any skilled job in this country that needs training of any sort, right? And I don't mean flipping yeah. burgers or, or working in a restaurant or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Okay, any skilled job that needs any kind of training should, should have a minimum wage attached to it. And I think we should, yeah. We yeah. should start introducing different levels of minimum wage. Minimum wage for unskilled yeah. jobs and a minimum wage for skilled yeah. jobs. Well, the minimum well, wage well, for a skilled well, jobs well, should be well, 16, well, 16 well, an hour. Yeah.
6: Well, the government brought in a policy from 2020. All carers have to have their BTEC level five, which is an eight modules. It's eight modules, and it costs over a thousand euro for the modules to be done. But we haven't. It doesn't matter to the government that all of carers have their modules done. Where most of us are classed as domestic, you could knock at some people's door and they're asking it to Hoover, or they're asking you you know, it's not valued as a carer. You're not valued as somebody that is helping somebody, like, to be able to... Live and what
0: what does your job entail, Pauline? So you could be cleaning one day, the next day you could be changing somebody, could you? Be lifting somebody out, in every and out of day, wheelchairs?
6: different, but my job as a... I'm classed as a healthcare assistant. So I look after people that can stay at home and I, I assist them in day-to-day tasks.
0: Right, and okay. My, so, people who are not well enough to be independent?
6: Exactly. Right, okay,
0: exactly. I get you. Yeah, sure. yeah. Which if they, if they're, they're not well enough
6: to be independent, but they can stay at home with the assistance of me going in or people
0: like me going yeah, in. Yeah, well, I, I have to say, Graham, I completely agree with her. And I completely agree that people who are doing these, I call them thankless jobs or undervalued jobs, we should set separate minimum wages for all these kind of sectors. Yeah. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. You're right? Sorry, sorry Graeme.
3: I think You get no disagreement from me. Um, I worked as a residential care assistant for five years with Brothers of Charity. I, I'm, I'm aware of you know, what's involved in the job. Yeah. Um, I, and I have different uh, family members who have needed um, that kind of assistance previously. I, and, I you know, no we look, the the thing about
0: it is, it wouldn't cost us anything to do this because we get the money back. Because if we pay Pauline more money, she, she's going to go out and spend it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it all comes back in. You know what I mean? It's it's just a money go round. If you know what I mean. Uh, loads of texts, by the way coming in. I'm qualified to support children and adults with intellectual disabilities, and I'm on three different pay scales: ten, twenty, two, eleven, eighty, and thirteen, eighty-six. Most of my errors are eleven, eighty. Says Philip in West Cork. Again, that's it, it, working with children with intellectual disabilities with the greatest respect. I I couldn't do it I wouldn't have the patience to do it fair play to you well done to you and you should be getting more than 11.80 an hour
1: it seems a simple solution to me would be to nationalise childcare have it as a whole sector going from childcare to primary to secondary I mean if you get the health service and system you could cut the health service by a couple of billion and then put that onto the child cares would make more sense to me thanks a lot Carol uh, Carl,
0: yeah, good, good suggestion, Carl. I do see a problem with that is, well, so where do you stop then? What else do you nationalise? What about uh, somebody who mentioned they look after people with intellectual disabilities? Uh, what about uh, Pauline, who was on the air a few minutes ago and was a carer? Should we nationalise that as well, that industry too. And um, where do you stop with nationalising industries just because we believe we have some sort of social responsibility to that particular industry? Uh, I, I don't know if that would work. Um... I, 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 Pauline, maybe you would have a better idea. I don't think it, it could, you can't nationalize everything. You can't have the well, state pay if, for if everything.
6: They pay, if they're looking for money off the health board, the money is going to say they haven't got money to give. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to, I mean, there's people waiting on beds in the hospital. 60 people were refused beds this week already because the hospitals are so full at the moment. So, I mean, there's a crisis with the health board anyway.
0: Yeah, and I mean, 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 if we're we're to give them more responsibility, i.e. to take you under their wing and take uh, childcare workers under their wing and everybody else has to be paid by the state, firstly, it's going to cost a lot of money. And I just think that would be too much. I think some of it has to be privatised.
6: I don't think that it's going to be feasible for them to do that. No. Because, as I said, they're overstretched as it is. So they're not going to be able to afford... I think they owe so many... Billions as it is, without taking on more no. responsibility. You're you right. Know?
0: You're right. You're right. Okay, let me let me go to Sarah as well. Thanks for that, Pauline. Sarah, you're on Classic Kids. How you Sarah?
1: I'm all right, not bad. Man, well. Good.
0: You have a child in a crash.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, he is
0: two.
6: Okay. Um,
1: like listening to the, the guys that are talking from the crash, I cannot honestly praise the staff enough. They are absolutely brilliant. They deserve the sun, moon, and stars for the work that they do. Like, I go to work every day knowing my child is being looked after. And it's safe. It's safe, exactly. Yeah, yeah. any incident, I know they're going to call me or they'll, you know, if it's something smaller, they'll let me know once I pick them up. And honestly, they, they have a, a personal connection with you as opposed to them mm-hmm. just going in. Well I, well,
0: I think the most problem. important thing in your situation is peace of mind.
1: Yeah, like, I had him in one crash prior. Um, like, I'm a single parent, so it's, crashes can be quite costly. I had a one crash that was costing me 840 euros per month which I thought, you know, for one child that was 6 months old at the time was a, an extremely high amount for any person to pay.
0: I wouldn't it's, I wouldn't have a clue but I am assuming you're correct and I, I don't know how expensive 8, 840 sounds like a lot of money. But I yeah, I, I, I it's, there it's are important. people paying more than that, I imagine.
1: Oh they do, they do. And like this new national childcare scheme it's given people like me a relief. You know, it's given us an out. Like, my crash fees now at the moment are almost non-existent because I am such a low earner. Right. I myself would be a qualified care assistant, I'm a qualified special needs assistant, and I'm also a qualified broker. Um, Right. I didn't go into the initial two jobs because I knew the wages was crap. Like, before you started a job, you know going into college what earnings you're going to expect to have in a job. So it's, like, it's, I don't know why people keep complaining about what they're earning, you know. you knew I
0: know, I understand. I know, I do. I do. And I often say that too. So maybe I'm in a bit of a hypocrite. So you don't agree with the protests or the closures because your argument is, OK, it's a low paying job, but you knew what it was before you went into it. So what I, were you moaning about?
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, look, mm. you know, I have the same argument, you know, I, I'm i a skilled worker. I need a skill set. I have to do Every year I need to retain, um, you know, I need to do hours, I need to retain the qualification, etc. It's not a case that I just passed through college and, you know, off I go for the rest of my life, that's fine. I need to retain hours every year. If I'm not working, I need to pay for these myself. If you're in work, normally it's the employer pays them. But- and I,
0: I would agree with you, by the way, because when I was talking about teachers and nurses last year and the strikes, my argument was, listen, you knew what you, knew what you were going to get paid before you went and did your training to be a teacher or to be a nurse or whatever it was, right? But when it, I think when it comes to childcare or carers in general, the pay seems to be so low that I think there's a fair argument to say, well, we should be paying them more.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, again, completely agree with you there. They should be paid more. But, like, again, the argument is down to it. If you know what you're going to be paid, don't go into that. If they see a lack of workers going in, they're going to have to increase. The same with them to the military. At the moment, they're having to withdraw, you know, terms that they wrote in um, going back in 2012. They changed the contract. They've seen a massive drop in people. They eventually have to change. Yeah, nobody's the interested, yeah. In.
0: Oh, you know, that's a good point. It is a good point, yeah, because if there isn't enough money, then you know, people are not going to win go into the industry. You're going to have a shortage, so then the, the money will automatically have to go up to encourage more people in. I'm sorry I've run out of time, by the way. Thank you very much indeed, Sarah. <laughs>